Please listen carefully. I'm still mumbling, but that's all right. So, are you taking notes? Yeah. Most we won't. We won't do like the full intro. I just want it to be. It sounds like it's like too like. But I want to be like, hey, I'm Lamb. <laughs> so I know you like that a lot. Um. I think it'd be worse if, <laughs> as as much as we have in common, I think it's good that we don't sound alike. Yes. Sometimes we do, but a lot, I think, especially with this medium, it's obviously not video, right? So right. I think it'd actually be worse if, if it were video. <laughs> not that you would have video only, but if you did, with no sound, people would be really confused <laughs> as to who's who. They look alike and they sound alike the hell <laughs> all right so what um what's been going on you've been sick i have been sick um so i've not been working out uh there's been a lot of people uh at the box at least either the, themselves or family that's been sick yeah yeah and um so we had it as you know we had an event in the weekend there were a bunch of people that couldn't come because they were sick kind of the same thing like fluish symptoms too so i think oh, really? that might be like longer. local people uh no people in jersey and my sister's fiance oh well yeah yeah. right so it's like yeah so local, local to tri-state area yeah, yeah. kind of thing so i guess there's something going on um so no i haven't been able to work out and the eating's just kind of gone to hell so um it'll be interesting to to get back into it right when's the last time you worked out um last Tuesday, that's when I sprained my ankle. Yep. Playing uh, soccer. Playing soccer. So now I'm kind of just recovering, let it rest, and then I got sick on top of that. So it'll be, it'll probably be two weeks before I get back into it and then um, try to get back on the bandwagon of eating, eating well and, and, um, and working out as well. So do you feel like you've been off? Yeah, I think I've been off for a good five weeks now. I've been struggling to get back into the eating bandwagon. I, I, I think, you know, with our community, it's 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 fun, mm-hmm. and I'm putting quotes to to get into the box and working out. But as you, know, you and I have talked about, it's four percent of your time, right? What what are you doing the rest to kind of stay fit? Are you sleeping well? Are you eating well? And I, I haven't really been able to do that just because of you know various things going on in my life and trying to figure out how to um, move move that move that needle so I can gain momentum and get back it's it, it's tough it's tough and I, I don't know if I kind of have it quite down yet the first thing I, I guess I, I can think about is actually just taking it one day at a time um, or instead of saying hey I'm gonna eat well all seven days of the week I'll start with like, let's just kind of measure food for at try for three days. Um, and uh, call that a success. What's up? Hey. We're recording a podcast. Hey. Yeah. Let's go, man. You want in? 
it's it's same same stuff every time I roll it. Kind of recover and and be an M about it, and then go play soccer again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you train so hard with it, and I've, you know, I I actually legitimately thought about quitting soccer. I was like, I can't quit a thirty-five. Like, it'd be silly. And like, that's the reason why I work out, so I can go play soccer and all that quit playing stuff. completely. Yeah, because every it's tougher. It's tougher. Yeah, I was thinking about really quit playing completely because. Wow. No, oh, okay. I'm not playing soccer. Yeah, <laughs> I, my cleat got stuck. Just, just a boot, just a boot, just Western. like a. Yeah. Immovable. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. My my cleat got stuck on stuck on the turf, and I'm actually surprised my knee is fully intact. So, I'll take that as a win. Yeah. You been good? Yeah. I heard he's been shadowing. Yeah, man. Nice. Good stuff. What happened? Perfect. Yeah, that's what we talk about. Yeah. Yeah, the whole point of a coach is to yell. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. Do me a favor. Do yell at Becca. That's what you should do. Yeah, just keep yelling at her see, and, and see what happens. And see what happens. No, no, no he didn't say to tell her <laughs> to, that he told you to yell at her. No, I just he said, just said yell at her. She likes that kind of encouragement. You should yell at her. Right, she responds really well to that. Yep, exactly. <laughs> no. No, she's not, not particularly fond of being yelled at. And you'll, 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 she'll let you know. <laughs> I actually no, would kind of like to see that. <laughs> Yeah. If I do it, she would just laugh. But if you would do it, she would think it was real. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. And if I do it, then I'd probably pay for it later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> she'd, she'd, she'd break my ankles for me. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so getting on the band, bandwagon... Okay, so what? So it sounds like you're talking about more food than working out. So it could be both. So the, to me, working out's easier because I come in, I hang out with my friends, right? It, it's right. it's how do I maximize getting workout and feeling better? Because because as as um, when I'm crossfitting, I try to I do it we. We talk about being fit for life. So how do I do the other ninety-four percent? So yeah, I pretty much talking about nutrition or and, and and sleeping as well. You know, what? All right. So we'll start with sleep. How many yeah. hours of sleep do you get? On on good days, I'll get seven and a half. Okay. Yep. And do you? And is that your goal to get seven and a half? Like, are you are you good with that, or I, is I, it that you want more than that? My my goal my goal is to get seven uh seven and a half eight hours, seven and a half eight hours. Okay, so what night. you're saying is that there are nights where you don't. There are nights where I don't because there are nights where I I've just had such a stressful day and and I just want to you know veg out in front of the TV just waste some time, um or or I've been stuck working as well, right? Yeah, the working thing is harder, right? Because mm-hmm. that's that's the thing that you're responsible for yep yep but it sounds like there are also nights where it's more of a 
kind of a choice, right? It where is. you're like, I'm gonna watch a movie. Yep. And um, we know that because you posted on Facebook. So exactly. we, we all know. Well, there you go. At least you guys 11, know my movie. 11.30 p.m. <laughs> well, let's see how this goes. Right. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. It's a phenomenal movie. Phenomenal movie. Um, I mean, how, how, do you, how do you end up, how, how do you, per se, you know, when you fall off, how do you get back onto it? The sleep thing um, doesn't, uh, it's not that I want to say it's not as much of an issue, but mm -hmm. I'm kind of um, abiding by the, the schedule I've set for myself here, right? So running right. a 5.30 class you means I'm, get, I'm up at 4.30. Um, and so we'll put Connor to bed at 8. Uh, like last night, I pretty much, we just cleaned up downstairs, and then I went up, took a shower, and went to bed. So I was asleep by 9.30. Okay. Um, which is about, I mean, it's not too far from when we, when I normally fall asleep. It's usually like between 10 and 10.30 yeah. that I'm asleep. And um, both of us are really, are, are good at falling asleep. Like, close my eyes, and I'm out. Yep. Um, and I'm, I've always been that way. Uh, I remember you instantly falling asleep at my house a few times on the couch. Yes, and for those so of, the, those of, of people that um, knew me in college, I would just go into like people's rooms and <laughs> fall asleep, and people thought I was narcoleptic. So. Um, it's not so much that; it's just if I'm tired, I'll fall yeah. asleep. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of limited by that. Um, so to me, it's not really a choice to stay up, right? It, uh, unless I feel like I need to get something done before the next right. day, which is rare. I mean, it has happened. Um, so it's it's less of a like I'm not turning on a movie at nine o'clock. Yeah, makes sense. So, I mean, what about from a nutrition perspective? I mean, you unless you eat 100% healthy all the time. Definitely not. Right. Definitely not. I mean, I, I find myself you know some things happen on the weekends, and then you're like, all right, I'll get back. I'll get back, and you're a good three or four days, and then there's something else happening on the weekends. And I know ultimately a choice, but there are times where you just want to live life anyway. Yeah, um, it's, for, it's a good question. So before opening the box, I would say I was, I was definitely more off the rails mm -hmm. since opening. Uh, honestly, one of the big things that's, that's helped has been ordering Kettlebell Kitchen yeah. to deliver. So it, because it, they, I order breakfast and lunch, and that's what I have. And then dinner is usually something that we make at home. And right. So therefore, generally we plan... You know, meat, veggies, some, yeah. maybe a starch or something. Exactly. Um, so, to be honest, like that's a big, wet, a really easy way out because, you know, um, I'm paying a little bit more, but really not too much more than what normal groceries would be for yeah. prepared food. So that's not, I mean, it's not intended to be an advertisement. It's just, it's what I've been doing. Well, I guess it's better than other people paying that kind of money when they're working at you know, at a, at a corporation or something, they're just getting a cheeseburger for lunch. Well, if, yeah, if you go out to eat, right? Yeah. Like with buddies, you're going to, even if you go to Wawa or something, yep. like it'll be somewhere between, you know, 8 and $15 mm -hmm. for, you know, a hoagie and a drink and chips and whatever. Yeah. Um, and and the, the meals I get are like 10, 11, 10, 11 bucks. Yep. So um, it's pretty much on point. 
So now, ironically, this week I actually forgot to order. Mm-hmm. So I have a stash of Trader Joe's um, snacks, but really they could be a meal. So like when you came in, I was eating jerky, uh, dried mango, the the version that doesn't have added sugar, yeah, and um, uh, plantain chips, yeah. And so that was my like br- brunch, I guess you could call it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I feel like. It's really convenience at times, right? So if you're stressed and you're so many things going on, uh, you're, I think it's awesome that you that you got, you have kettlebell kitchen. Um, and to me, I always have some some grilled flank in in the fridge. So no okay. matter what, I just mm-hmm. pull that out, throw it in, throw it in the microwave uh, since it's usually cooked rare anyway, and then have some cauliflower and call it a day just to feed myself. Um, but otherwise, if I had deep fried stuff or mac and cheese or whatnot, I'd go for that first. So I, I almost find yeah. that like... So, but you would have that in the house, right? If, if I had the mac and cheese in the house? Yeah. Oh yeah, if I had that. Right, so I think that's another thing. Like we don't, we just, we don't have that. Right. We don't, I, I think maybe we have a box, but like it doesn't cross my mind to make it. Exactly. Or, and we don't make it for dinner. Yeah. So it's just, it's not possible nope. to eat it. Um, I think the other thing too is like, I know for myself the effects of, you know, not even going off the rails, but like, let's say it's Pizza Friday, right? And uh, there was a point where we did Pizza Friday, but the only problem was the next day and, and the next few days afterwards, I would, um, I would break, my face would break out, uh, my stomach wouldn't feel great, and I just didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, I will eat pizza if it, if we're in a situation where people are having it and that's right. the only thing to eat. And yeah, like I'm not going to be the person who eats nothing just so that I don't eat it. Um, but I also know like what the effects are. And, you know, um, I guess there's also a piece of me that wants to lean out a little bit more. So I also know generally that you need to stay lower carb for that for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, in the middle of workout, I'll take my shirt off. <laughs> I, <laughs> that one's for you, Diddy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, we can, uh, I don't want to spend any more time on that. Not, not on work. Not, not, not on shirt out. Sure not on taking shirts off. Yeah, okay. No, not. <laughs> um, hey, so you went somewhere this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Where'd is you that go? you don't you want to continue with the food or no? Um, no, I think I, I was I was kind of just interested in, in um, like what what you would do to kind of get back on the bandwagon. You know, I think you were just talking about like just. I would, I would, um, I would, I would prepare, I would, for someone like you who works from home, I would prepare like a whole bunch of meat, flank steak, like make even more of that and or chicken and have it in the fridge ready to go for when you are hungry. Yep. And then, um, you could do the same with veggies too. It's just that those are more about the micronutrients versus macronutrients. So like, you know, when you're hungry, um, you're not look, you're not seeking micronutrients, you know? you're seeking something like that will fill you up. Yep. So, 
And then, yeah, I mean, you know, then you just got to remind yourself, like, or think about any goals you might have. Like, I know winter's coming up. Winter is coming. But, <laughs> you know, it, do you want to avoid gaining the, the 10 pounds that a lot of other people do yeah. over the holidays? And, you know, so think about, like, personal goals and realize that, you know, even small decisions can, can add up. Yep. Yep, and don't forget, any of you who do put on that 10 pounds of the winter, that the open is always in the winter. I always find myself being yeah. not as, as optimally trained as I like. Because it starts in February, yeah, March. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of one of my goals this year, too, to, to, to start prepping for that and making sure that I'm in optimal shape just for the open. And not that I'm competing against anyone, but just to be able to put numbers up that I can say, hey, you know, I did my best, I prepped, and I'm as in shape that I you know, have been this year, and I put up right. good numbers for myself. Yeah, I think it's also a matter of knowing yourself and like what you, what you respond to. Yeah. So like for me, and, probably, and especially with working out, like you come for the social aspect, right? Mm-hmm. So it's other people, right? As an extrovert, I am more attuned to other people you know, and not that I have my, not that I don't have intrinsic goals, but, you know, actually, like, the more vain side of me in terms of, like, looking good, that actually would keep me more on track mm-hmm. than, you know, some other internal goal. Yeah. Like, I, as a box owner, should look at least decently in shape if I'm going to say, hey, you should join my gym. Agree. Right? So I'm actually focused on the outside world. Yep. Uh, and that, for me, that's actually what keeps me more on track than, than internal. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so I, I've been traveling a lot as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are times where, I mean, you, you remember, we, we, Chris Burpees. was telling me a story, right? Burpees. Burpees. Train. <laughs> um, Train where some, um, one of the members walked up to you and be like, hey, does that, that lamb guy, does he, does, he even, does he work out? He seems to be able to do his burpees really quick. Wait, does he work out? Does he work out? Because he does his burpees. <laughs> and really I think I, I pulled in three workouts that month. <laughs> um, so, so it's always, and on the theme of getting back on, on the wagon and being off the rails, like I know a lot of our members travel for work and their their parents and you know life happens with with a lot of their situations like how do you how do you get back how do you feel like is the best way to to get back on that bandwagon of the cadence of working out once you you've only worked out something like three days for in a month yes i think accountability to another person is huge like if you have someone at a class that you want to go to and you tell them or make a pact to that you'll both show up i think that matters a lot Um, that's why i think the group class model works a lot because people kind of expect you to show up um i think traveling is definitely tough i mean i did that for my day job before this and um it can be exhausting to travel just in general yeah and then you know you land and you either go to meetings right away or you're you're exhausted from traveling so you get to the hotel and then you know, you should go to the hotel gym, but you don't. Right. 
like whenever I traveled, I would I would try to look for a box nearby. So even though it might have been a little out of the way, I would rather go to, to drop into a box and work out than go to the hotel gym, even if it was more convenient to do the hotel gym. Right. Um, this is a even in, at some point there's a little accountability there once you walk through those doors anyway. Your people yeah. will still help you. Right. You know, right. finish the workout and whatnot. Yeah, and I, you know, again, it's all about like who you are, but like. I like meeting new people and mm -hmm. also knowing that I was going to be opening a box. Like I wanted to see how other boxes ran. So right. it, it almost was like a research uh, mm -hmm. trip, like dropping into other places. Yep. Uh, yeah, and I, I found myself um, also doing, I, I remember when you were sending out like at-home wads as well. Mm -hmm. like when yeah. I was traveling, I would just do them in the hotel room. That was nice. Okay, so you did travel. do them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The the hundred burpees for time. Yeah. It was, it was one of my favorites. No, <laughs> not really. Did you take your shirt off? Uh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. I have a video to prove it. It was um, it was, I, I was getting hot. What, what can I what can I say? Uh, <laughs> I bet you were. Hi, Diddy. Love you. Um, but yeah, I think. I mean, what what are your recommendations for uh, sites with at home wads? Do do they have sites dedicated to that? Yep. So um, you can. You can just Google, mm -hmm. like, at home or, like, no weight uh, cross-set workouts. Right. Uh, I have heard, I have no experience, but I've heard about online programs like Street Parking, which is a uh, program by Miranda Oldroyd, or uh, I guess she has a new last name because she got, she split, but basically a famous CrossFitter. Uh -huh. um, her, it's a couple, and... Um, they call their program street parking. So I don't know why they call it that. I don't know exactly the, the details of it, but I know that it's designed for people who work out from home. Oh, okay. So, and I think they give versions where you can use weights right. or you don't have to because they give substitutions for yeah. bodyweight stuff. Yeah. So that, and it's probably, you know, 10 or 15 bucks a month. Don't, I, I don't know that, mm -hmm. so don't quote me on it, but... It, you pay a little amount to get programming, basically. Yep. But if you don't want to pay for programming, there are Google it a million different documents out there. I mean, we have, I have a Google Doc um, in addition to the workouts that I posted at the beginning of, um, you know, kind of being open, but physically not being open box-wise. We uh, were posting at-home workouts. But then in addition to that, I have a Google Doc of a ton of them. And yeah, like you're going to use a lot of the same movements over because you're pretty limited with body weight. Yep. But it gives you some sort of structure, AMRAP versus EMOM versus for time and, you know, all different reps and sets and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if you go to a box, you know, talk to the coaches, talk to the owner. Um, Google is, you know, a good tool to use. Um, but I find, as with most things, it's like it's not – the information that changes the result it's it's actually doing it it's mm -hmm. taking action yep right so like you got to figure out what's going to make you do it yep absolutely and again that's like a, it's a very personal question but like what would motivate you to actually work out what do you feel is you know when you're struggling with or I don't know, but if you do struggle with kind of getting that motivation, what's that? Is that that one thing that you go to to just be like, all right, 
stop whining. Just just do it and just get it over with. I don't know. No? For me. Like, if I really don't want to do something, I probably yeah. won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Now, there, Fair there, enough. there was a time Fair where enough. there was one workout where I actually recorded myself yeah. on time lapse. Right. And then I, because I said to myself, all right, I, I don't want to do this, yeah. but I, I should. And so I'm going to put myself in time lapse. And no matter, and no matter what, I'm going to post it on social media. Right. Right. And I've also heard of like even games athletes um, uh, doing a Facebook Live or Instagram Live. Yeah. Putting the phone down and just having it tr- on them. Like just one, one games athlete, Shelly Eddington, I think, she spent like she needed to do like an hour on the assault bike or something. Yeah. Something, something ridiculous. Right. And right. so she Instagram Lived it and just said, wow, he, everyone just comment so that I can see what you guys are up to and yeah. that will distract me. And yeah, it's tough. I mean, if it's outside of the group, right? Like right. I, I really feel like the group class environment helps a lot yeah. with accountability, with, you know, adhering to sticking to a routine. Yep. And I think it, that's funny that you say that because when I was doing, when I first started my journey to nutrition, I started with the whole 30 and I was doing a, a daily um, daily blog mm-hmm. and I felt like that was able to keep me accountable with it as well yeah because you were posting it to social media right yeah. Right. even though I wasn't expecting anyone to really read it it was just kind of hey you have to complete it so because this is kind of your checkpoint for the day mm-hmm. um, and then you know that kind of morphed into um, you know the the making sure that I was tracking my workouts as well and ultimately all of that helped me lead to Dropping, dropping good weight and leaning out. So that's a good point. Yeah, so do you think if you did a daily post, journal, you know, whatever, of your day, even if you didn't work out or even if you ate crappy, do you think, like, that would be keep you accountable? Because the next day you'd be like, oh, man, I gotta, I'm going to have to post this. Like, I better make good choices. You know, I, I don't know if that works anymore because... Because I'm the type of personality who's like, oh, I've already done that before. I've already conquered it. I need something new. And that's hmm. – so I'm, I'm looking for something that can be, hold me more accountable. Um, so I, I'm not quite sure that that's, that's something that will work for me anymore. Well, I, I do do nutrition coaching. <laughs> so now so I need Coach Plenis to, show to be, you my be pinging me every sheet. single day. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I understand because yeah. you've already done it. The novelty is kind of worn yeah, off. Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly it. The novelty has worn off for me yeah. about it. Um, I mean, I, I went through, like, I think I was on, like, day 120-something. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then it just kind of trailed off. So Tim Ferriss has a website he recommends, and I'm blanking on the name of it, where basically you pay money and if you don't do what you say you're going to do, they keep your money. Wow. Or it's something like that. Either like every day it yeah. with automatically withdraws from your account. Right. Or it gives you back your own money if you do do the task. So put your money where your mouth is. So put your wow. money where your mouth is, literally. That, yeah. that, that would be a motivator for me. Because you are very money conscious. Yes, extremely. If I put like, all right, here's 200 bucks, I'm getting that 200 bucks back. 
So maybe that's your answer. Yeah, I think so. Uh, now, how would they keep you accountable of not lying? Well, I, again, they can't do everything for you, right? You can't. You can't just. You just have to be. Yeah, you would have to look into it. Uh, but yeah, there That's, is some website ooh, where basically they up. will take your money. If you you could do it with a friend though too, like give me your money and <laughs> I will give you ten dollars every day. Give me three hundred dollars. Right. I will give you ten dollars every day if you do what you say you do. And then then you yeah and then that that means I'd have to record it and everything. That's yes. A good point. That's a great idea, Chris. So put your money where, where yeah. your mouth is. And it's not like it's not like you're giving away the three hundred, never getting it back. You know, you're obviously investing in your success at that point. But oh, you know what it is? I think I think what they do is they <laughs> donate the money, or maybe this is another strategy that he has. Tim yeah. Ferriss has a lot of these hacks, where you give the money to a friend or or to the website or something, and they will donate to a group that you hate, like. Nazis for America or something. <laughs> wow. And that's where the money would go. Oh, towards. yeah. So then it, it, it's even more of like, not only am I losing this money. I'm donating to a cause. It's going towards something with. that I despise. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, that's great. That's a, that's, a, that's a great motivator. Yeah. I think I might take you up on that. Yeah. Um, so you went somewhere this weekend. I did. Right? I went to a um, birth fit seminar yeah. for coaches. Um, so BirthFit is basically a uh, an organization started by Dr. Lindsay Matthews, who is a Cairo. She's she was she's from Austin, but she lives in LA now, I think. And um, basically, they are all about preparing women for pregnancy, and also working with them postpartum. Right. So having uh, you know they they see pregnancy as the you know most important slash biggest workout of a woman's life, right? Yeah, we knew that. And so basically it's all about preparing for that, you know, quote-unquote workout and then also recovering from it mm -hmm. properly. So it was awesome. It was uh, in New Jersey at CrossFit Soar and met some really cool people. I was definitely, I mean, there were not a lot of dudes. There, were, I was one of three, and one of them was the co-owner of the box. Right. But, uh, you know, in my mind, there are so many, like, considerations, modifications, things to, you know, be aware of for pregnant women. And we've, you know, we've been doing CrossFit for years where we've seen enough, including our wives, yep. you know, get pregnant and then also have postpartum, uh, you know, recovery and in terms of getting back into a workout routine and all that. And so I thought, I was like, well, since I will never personally have the experience of being pregnant, then I should probably hear from the experts in terms of what to consider and how to be a, a, uh, a good trainer slash coach. Yeah, so once I saw that they were going to be relatively close by, I hopped on it. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Now, did, they, did you learn a lot of things that were, uh, obviously you learned a lot of things, but um, were there... Oh, it was great. Like, they said that it used to be a three-day seminar. Yeah. And I can absolutely see why that is because the packet that I printed out was 200 pages long. Oh, wow. And we bare, we skipped whole whole pages. And then even the pages we went over, they like totally glanced over a lot of the information. Yep. So like I have to go back and read all this. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was really cool. So did you find any of it? Like uh, obviously you've coached a number of pregnant women throughout your years of coaching mm -hmm. with also your wife being pregnant and obviously 
coaching my wife, did you find a lot of things that you had already um, learned from coaching the pregnant women uh, that was applicable to the class as well? Yeah, definitely. Yeah? Yeah, most, it, yeah I actually I felt pretty good coming out of it because most of the things that we've done to modify and, um, you know, because physically, right? Yeah. With the belly, you need to consider like sit-ups are not going to be possible at some point, right. box jumps. Uh, so, yeah, I felt good with how we have in the past coached, but there was also some clarification on some things that we uh, we actually probably were being conservative on mm -hmm. things like box jumps, where you didn't necessarily have to be. Yeah. So that in that instance. Uh, you know, I'll have to review notes and everything, but like if a woman can jump easily, there's no reason not to. Right. Um, versus, you know, abdomen flexion, so sit ups, GHDs, even extension like kettlebell swings overhead, mm -hmm. those should be avoided for a number of reasons. And so, uh, yeah, it was, it was interesting. So lots of different modifications. We covered nutrition, we covered mindset, we covered uh, another pillar of theirs is chiropractic. So they have four pillars, fitness, nutrition, mindset, and chiropractic. Yeah. And so we covered kind of all of those. Uh, that's and, really cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was really neat. Uh, I, I, I would be I'm interested to see what, you know, how that translates into coaching as one of our members is, is pregnant and she's getting yep. to be in the later stages of her pregnancy as well. So that'll yep. be cool. Yeah. I still got to figure out like how I want that to look here. Like whether that's running like a separate class or just having a consult and just kind of talking about different ways to modify workout movements. Yeah. You know, cause I don't, I don't, I don't think I want to take them completely out of classes cause it is for what we're talking about, a social reason mm -hmm. why people are here. Mm -hmm. But uh, there are definitely some things that, we can modify within the, the class. Nice, man. So always, always like, uh, always like trying to cater to that as well, because there's so much in misinformation going around about what pregnant women should or should not do. Uh, what, what doctors unfortunately inform them as well. Um, so it's, it's just cool to, to see you taking that class. I wish there were more dudes there. Yeah. No excuse for just two men being there. Yeah, they're really, they're really neat because we don't have that personal experience. Yeah. So we should learn from experts. Right, right. All right, I think that's my cue to go. Hey, folks, thanks again for listening to Cross Econa Radio. If you like what you heard, head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and leave us a review, which helps us get found on the interwebs. Also, head over to social media, find us on Facebook and Instagram, at CrossFit Kana, K-A-N-N-A. And if you have any questions for the podcast, uh, tag us on social media using hashtag Kana questions, K-A-N-N-A questions, and we will look for those and use them for future podcasts. Until then, have a great day.